So, yeah, just keep yourself busy. And you meet a lot of people coming in and going. You meet some right characters here, believe me. You do. What kind of characters do you meet? Uh, well, they're all funny in their own little way. We are all you funny in our own You do get some way. ones that don't like you to tell them that they can't go in the deep end if they're not swimmers. What, the people so trying to go in the deep yeah, end can't swim? We're trying to educate them. But they're saying, well, I can swim a bit. And I'm like, no, you can't swim. Please come down the bottom end. Yeah, so, and they do, they do listen sometimes, after you told them about 20 times. In the old days, there used to be a lot of signs in, in uh, public baths, like no petting. Do you, you know what I mean? Kissing. Does yeah. anything any that go on? No, we've not had any of that yet. We've had a bit of scrubbing in the showers, but, you know. What do you mean, scrubbing in the showers? Taking everything off? Yeah, one well, lady, I... one lady did. And then she, when, when she got the whistle blown, for, I was in the water. When she had the whistle blown, she turned round and gave everybody a full on. <laughs> and everybody went, ah! <laughs> so, yeah. So why did you blow the whistle? What does the whistle just get to, blown the for? The whistle's just to attract somebody's attention if they've done something wrong that mm. they, or they're not doing something correctly, you know. If they go in the deep end, if they're a non-swimmer, I just say, look, you need to swim down this end a little bit. Yeah. So, you, do you ever think before you'd be a lifeguard? Or is it something that just came upon you? No, I actually did it to help out a friend who runs the Saheli Wellbeing Club at the bottom of Edward Road. All right, what does that mean, Saheli? It's um, a ladies' centre, and they do classes like Zumba, Pilates, aerobics, all free. And yeah. they wanted to do their splash sessions here. But unfortunately, there was no lady lifeguards in. So eight of us have recently passed. Brilliant. So now we've got ladies. And so I do the, the uh, Saheli sessions as well for them. To give a bit back to them. Because they've helped me, you know, throughout the years with the gym and stuff. So. Right, that's nice. What yeah. goes around comes yeah, around. Yeah, definitely. Is, and I like the idea a lot of this is free. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's free. It? Uh, not a lot of women know about it. Right. It's getting it all out. Like, you've got the Be Active sessions here. They're free. Mm. Just needs everybody to know. And when you said there's not many, it was packed today. Like, we was given yeah. a number each, yeah. weren't we? You get weeks when it, last week wasn't so busy. This week was busy. It depends on the weather. It was unbelievable today, yeah. and what a good laugh. And is everybody ex- doing it, passing on tips of exercises, isn't there? Oh, I presume so, yeah. There's a lot of we can't We can't teach them to swim because we're not trained swimming instructors. We're just lifeguards. There was a woman trying to teach them to swim, yeah, but there was, she was but shouting that's, at that's her. That's between them, what I they know. do. But she was, wasn't a kind teacher. She was oh, shouting she at her. Oh. shouting at her. There's not a lot I can do about that. There's nothing. What, so no. what, what kind of things can you get involved with if it happens? Going in the deep well, end if you can't swim. Well, just hopefully there's no fights. That's You've it, never you know. seen a fight. No, not yet. Not yet. First time for everything, love. There is. Exactly. But these ladies are lovely, so... I know, we had a good we laugh. laugh. We were doing a thing at the end where we were doing, like, pull-ups. The pull-ups on the end of the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, we do that. It's good, isn't it? Good yeah. for the upper arm area. Yeah. I must, I must. With my bust, I know, I know that it will grow. <laughs> Really? That's what we used to say. Did you? Did you used to I do? I didn't know that one. But oh I'm no, that one. <laughs> now I've got Paul with me. He's come out of the shed and he's loving this this stuff about what girls used to say at school. I must have must improve my bust. I know. I know that they will grow. We don't always want a big bust, do you? I wasn't thinking about the bust. Well, what was she? Well, all right. I don't know what well, she was he thinking. Was sta- he was standing there. He's just covered himself up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul, to brought you to this den of iniquity, kid. Uh, He's safe in his shed. I don't think that's what was going on. <laughs> right, then. Oh, sorry. Right. No, don't be sorry, love. That's the kind of thing we're looking for. So, what I like about you, Liz, 
Did they get that right? Yeah, you did. You got it right, Spencer said, Lou. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you what's happened now, ladies and gentlemen. When we was off there, because actually, Paul, because he's not in... Because we're not in Paul's shed. We're, I told you where we are, we're at the bass, and it, it got no battery, so it's nipped out a little. And while we was there, we, we'd been talking, and then we decided we'd start it off with me getting uh, Liz's name wrong. Call, I'm mixing up myself, calling her Lynn. And I didn't call her Lynn, I called her Liz, I got it right. You see what we've done? Anyway, let's start again. So, what I like about you, Lynn... No, my name's Liz. That's what we're trying to do, we'll do it right there. Is you take initiative. As soon as Paul came back... First of all, you knew where to go for batteries, didn't you, straight away? Yeah, local shop. That's right. And then he came back... He came back and, and you can't get in them packets of batteries. Oh, no, they're terrible. Don't they get on your piggy nerves? The and, and you went straight out and got some scissors, didn't you? Correct. So you're thinking, why do you think this is so brilliant, Barbara? Because you're going, but wouldn't any fool do this? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sure they would. I would have normally brought a knife, but, you know, the scissors were there. But you take initiative, that's what I think. I try to. But when, because we was talking again when Paul was running for batteries, you were saying that when you did the lifeguarding um, training, which was over three weeks, she was worried about doing it because you would not done any exams since she left school and nothing that's right. like that. And your kids were saying, what are you doing, ma'am? Yeah, that's right. And how, what's it done for your confidence doing oh, it? Oh, it's boosted it massively. Yeah. I love it. You know, I'm so glad I did it. I wish I'd have done it years ago, to be fair. Right. But I bloody love it, so I do. It's never too late, kid, is it? Never. Never, never, never. Brilliant. And what we're, what we're hoping to do, because there's some nice people that work here, isn't there? Yeah, some lovely people. And we're going to try and get one of them before he goes. Now, Jakob, we're going to go... She's laughing already. He's a good laugh, isn't he? He's a very good laugh, yeah. He's got a good sense of humour. He's a smashing lad, yeah. and yet he's shy. Did you know he was shy? Shy, my... Booty. Is that news to you? Because I said to him, would you come on my podcast? And he went, I can't do anything like that, Barbara. Shall I tell you something? Yeah. Believe it or not, I'm very shy. Ah, right. Because I didn't want to come on it. How do you feel now? I'm all right, because I feel as if I'm talking to you and not to That's that. That's right. Little, and also, you're a good talker, so why should we be shy of talking? Well, I because sometimes I ramble. <laughs> and you was worried about your accent as well, weren't you? Yes, I was. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, know why. I have to change my accent now. <laughs> Speaking it posher. <laughs> why? Listen, Brummy accent's a good accent, kid. Oh, because it sounds thick. Doesn't. Where it you does. got that from? You know, when you talk to somebody, like they've got a lovely accent themselves, like a posh accent. Right. Then like were... Paul, speak a bit, Paul. Hi, this is how I speak. Do you like oh, that? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> and then, I, and then I, I open my garb and I'm like, oh, I'm um, you're like, you know. When did I that sort of stuff. Don't, yeah. don't, don't you think you're posh? No, I'm from country. Oh, yeah, from Coventry. That's very posh. I'm afraid we think you sound posh. You've got a completely different accent to us. Uh, You do sound a bit posh. He does. Are you glad to be posh? Okay, then, probably because I I probably don't speak like most people from where I'm from. Oh, brother, listen to him. That was mean to me on this No, but it's lovely. (laughs) She likes it. Uh, I do like it, and I hate my accent. It's horrible. Swap if you want. Oh, definitely. (laughs) You're going to speak posh from now on. Well, you're doing it very well. Uh, Am I? But it won't change that you're, you're in no, your, a wonderful person. Yeah, you're a wonderful person, practical. Oh. I loved it when you said, yes, of course I said good to little. I'm making a big pigging <laughs> deal of it. You go, well, what fool wouldn't do that? But we didn't know what to do, did we, Paul? Well, if you're not from the area, you wouldn't know where all the shops were, would you? Well, I do live on the 50 bus route, actually. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you know there's a library next door, then? Yeah, how's that oh. going? That's all right. I went in it the other day for the first time in a few years, and it's completely changed. 
they do in this area, aren't they? Because I think last, I hope last so. time I was talking about the Mosey Road Arts School. They That's been doing. Yeah. Millions are spending love, aren't they? Yeah. You see, although I live around the area, I don't necessarily know what's going on around the area because I'm, like I said, a home bird, so I'm in. Go to where I have to go to um, come home. And do you feel like coming, doing a volunteering here and all that stuff has sort of opened your environment up, your local environment? Of course, yeah. of course. This definitely has. Well, we wouldn't have met each other, would we, Liz? Is it no, Liz or it's, Liz? It's definitely Liz, L-I-Z. L-I-Z. I was named L-I-Z. after the Queen, well, you know. got the look of the Queen. I know you can't see it, but we'll take a photo of him and you'll go, Barbara's yeah, right. Liz has got the look of Elizabeth. I look like I've been pulled through a hedge at the minute because I've been Oh, we've both come out of the bath. That's the volume. Yeah. What wig? Right. Thank you very much. And that's enough now from this woman. Liz, Lynn, I don't know what she's called. Pig off. Now, Lester, that's not my pacemaker. That's the radiator. Now, I've got Julie with me now. Now, what does your husband call that noise, love? Calls it the leopard. Why? Well, he used to be a PE teacher in a school in Chester, and they had this boiler that the kids all had to walk past on their way into assembly. Right. There was this school myth, legend, that the whole school supported, that there was a leopard in there, and every year, at the end of the year, this leopard ate one of the new students that oh, joined right. in seven. Wow. Did a better job than so, Ofsted, in a way. Right. Did have keeping so control. the whole of year seven used to walk past this door from where, where the noise was coming from, sort of looking at the door, hearing the noises, and sort of knowing that there wasn't really a leopard in there. But everybody bought into the story, all the year eights, nines, tens, elevens, all the staff, <laughs> and they'd come up and go... There isn't really a leopard in the cupboard, is there, sir? I go, well... <laughs> Make you know, your own mind up. There, there might be. Nobody's actually ever seen the leopard, but some Year 7s do go missing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, when Year 7 had got to Year 8, they'd buy into it. Mm-hmm. And there was just this school leopard that lived in the boiler That's room. very weird. You should have wrote a children's book and made a fortune, kid. <laughs> Aggie that went to tea this touring the world that show. So I've got Julie with me and I met Julie today. This was your first day, Julie, of doing it. You trained up as a lifeguard. It was mm-hmm. your first day. She was working hard. And you look, I kept thinking, why is Julie counting? Why were you counting all the time, Julie? I have to do a head count uh, just to occasionally check that you haven't suddenly lost six souls. And she was constantly counting. She's like a shepherd with sheep. <laughs> I've got practice. Practicing doing a head count because it's tricky. I, I could see it was tricky. My heart was with you. Poor Piggy Julie, she's doing this for the goodness of her out of the goodness of her heart. She's not getting pain. She's driving herself around the bend. I was practicing. After this, Julie, I think you're very good to talk to. There's been a lot of kindness today. I said, "Where are you going? He's going to Marks and Spencers." Did you going say? Going to Marks and Spencers <laughs> to pick up some tracksuit bottoms for here. Right. But have you heard of them online? Oh yes. Do you think Marks and Spencers are going the same way as Debenhams, Julie? No, not with my support. Oh, we, you're, a big, a, you're a big a, buyer. A big, big, big buyer. <laughs> yeah. What, what, yeah, the knickers are good, aren't they? Bras. Seamless. Seamless. <laughs> and a seamless link there from Julie. She's absolutely brilliant. I'm working the professional. <laughs> Sorry to see it go there, because it used to be called Grey's in Birmingham. Then got when was that? I don't know. It used to be a department store in Brom when I was a little girl called Grey's. And in my head... Looking back, I think that somehow morphed into Debenhams. Somebody else might remember that. That's why. Well, 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 if you're listening, if you murder Grace, get in touch with us at Brum Radio. Because you used to live somewhere, so you've come back round here. What do you like about round here? Oh, all the cliches, really. I like all the little coffee shops. I like the multicultural aspect, all mm. the different. I don't think it's just lots of different 
um, sort of groups of people that all live well together. I think it's that people seem to be really mm. proud of living here. There's a That's certain pride right. about living in Moseley and living around here. And I'm sure there are other places where, yeah, where, yeah. where that happens, but I think perhaps you have to live in it to feel it and then to just enjoy it, and then you want to be part of it. That's right. And where was she living when you went away? Uh, I, was, I, I started off in round here. Mm-hmm. I, grew, I grew up in Hendon Road, yeah. which is in Spark Hill. Then I moved out to Shirley. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shirley Temple. Did you ever go to the <laughs> Yes. What a name for a I place. I know. It's it a Chinese brilliant. restaurant, wasn't it? Yeah. We thought that place would go on forever. It's not there Nothing anymore. goes on forever, does it? I know, but that, that had a good run. Had a good yeah. run. Uh, then moved away for you to uni, Liverpool, London, you know, Barcelona. Oh, you've been around, you. Yeah, and then came back. Thought I'd better come back. And you're glad you did. Yeah. And then from then on, properly back, back really to where my family originally was from, which was sort of King's Heath mostly. And also, when I said what you're doing after, you mentioned some vouchers. What, what oh, vouchers? Oh, God. Uh, of course. If right, everything's well. allowed, okay, look, right, this let me tell you. We can talk about anything we Same. want, that's the beauty. This Go is on. what you do when you've retired. You've got time to organise yourself. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> that's great. Go on, what? So, your nectar points, they're doubling up from today. Why? Because of Christmas coming I up. don't know why. They just want you to spend your money in Sainsbury's. So you get your, you get your nectar points, you, you go to the shop. I think you might be able to do it online. You exchange... Your nectar points for double the value, and then you've got a week to spend them. From now, so when from will, the, when will this go out? The trouble it's is, this, we're out of delay on this going uh, out. No, no, it's when do you think weeks. it'll go out? Well, not for two weeks. No, is it sorry, only... sorry, guys. Well, I'm afraid you've heard that. You've got very excited, <laughs> and they're going, oh, picking at Julie. You built us up, and you've thrown us back down again, Julie. Oh, no, I'm voucher lady now. I've got time. I tell you. Any more top tips on vouchers? <laughs> this, uh, this, we are apologising for this radiator. It's a very old building. It's listed. Give it a slap. No, 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 no more tips. You've, you've missed Marks and Spencer's family and friends, as far as I know. <laughs> I don't know, that's it. I told you, Marks and Spencer's. What is family and friends? I'll tell you what, I, I did go into Marks. Where did I go? Went into Marks and Spencer's in, um, in Leicester because I was doing a jig and I'd left my costume, so I was looking for anything leopard skin. So you skin. were doing a jig? Yeah, a, a jig all over the country. Oh, so I went in for some leopard skin in Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> I forgive me, an advent calendar of beauty products. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Martin Lewis was talking about them. They're big this year. Aldi've got one. Everybody's got one. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's like a, a, a beauty product, like a mascara for the... F- what do you make of it, Julie? Well, I won't buy one because I like... I know what my specific products are. I don't want to be... Because what happens? You, you, you end up with, what is it, 25, isn't it? 24 different products. Yeah. You use about three, and then a year later you have a car boot sale. And you, you get take rid of the them. car boot sale. You get loads. You get loads of money for little little sampley things in a car boot somehow. So you are, well, I see what you say, you get one, but you wouldn't use it. You wouldn't you'd, use it. you put then, it on the car boot so. Well, but you've got clutter for a year. But I know what you mean, they give us all this stuff and then they tell us off and say, no, we won't, get rid of it. I, I what think, do you think about recycling? I think the idea is to put it in little, little, pretty little bags and gift them, I think that's the idea, but you've got to be organised. I've got it, well, yeah, in which you are, aren't you now? Well, working on it. I think you're doing very well. You know about the family and friends stuff. Mm-hmm. You knew all about that thing with um, Sainz business. I know all about the important stuff that you need to know about the world. You know that. Do you go in? For, <laughs> I know a few people that do competitions and that. Are you that kind of a girl? Yeah. There's better things to do. I, I won. A, I won an essay competition in. It would have been what you call year five now. I wrote an essay about how to make chocolate, and Cadbury's gave me a certificate mm. and a load of chocolate. It stays, stays with us a bit of praise, oh, doesn't it? Oh, I remember it? that. Yeah. To come up the front. 
come up the front. Come up the front. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they call your name out, and then Cadbury's were just like, you know, Cadbury's were Cadbury's lovely. Cadbury's were lovely. The lovely. story of chocolate. My first breath was Cadbury's, because I was born in Selly Oak Hospital. Right. And so I like to say that when I first came out of the hospital, you know, the air was full of chocolate. And you smelled chocolate. Yeah, I must have done, because how far is Selly Oak Hospital? You know the old site. Yeah, I do, How yeah. far is that from Cadbury's? What do you think of the new? What do you think of the new QUE? It's like three great big incinerators, oh, no. Julie. I'm you think you're not going to come out? I, I get a little bit of a rush going in there. It's just. <laughs> what do you? <laughs> because because it's like it's like it's like it is. It's like I think it's like a spacecraft or something. It's like it's, it's like another place. I think it's it like, depends where you approach it. If you depends where you're going in as well. Well, though. yeah, I'm only going for little bits. Exactly, well, that's but different. You've gone to a spacecraft and you're really bored. You think beam me up, Scotty? I went because I thought I had a screw loose a week ago. Did you? <laughs> Did you in my ankle? Did you? But if you're going in there, so I've entered the so, spaceship. Yeah. Come this way, please, madam. I think you're not going home. from the cellular thing. You, you, you look at it sort of down there, and it does look impressive. And I, I like it. It's frightening. It's I think it's like the Emerald City. But you do like it. I'm not taking it away from you. No, I, I, I do like it. And I, have you been to the top and looked at the view? They've never let me up there. Well, how, how come you've been up the top? Because I like to. If I'm in a high building, I always go up the top and have a look. I'll tell you where I do really properly like. You know, at the top of the Cube, that posh restaurant. I'm telling really? Julie something now, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Posh, posh restaurant. You've never been up the top. No, there. I've been the bottom. Well, I'm telling you, you're at the bottom. You, I didn't know it was you, there. You know what? It's a viewing. So if you've been, you get a 360 degrees view. Isn't it wonderful? Mm-hmm. What's it? Marco Polo is called. It's not Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Yeah. yeah. That's it. We've got there in yeah. there. Yeah, Marco Polo. <laughs> you know what I mean, don't you? Now, Julie's saying to me, I thought we were going to be talking about swimming. This is how the podcast goes. We had a lad in talking about monthly arts school before we knew where we were. We were talking about Thunderbirds, Lady Penelope. The mind wanders, doesn't it? Is there anything you want to say about swimming? Because I can hear that the kids are coming out and the radiators going mad. (laughs) I think it relaxes you. You get in your own bubble. And ah. you can do that. If you, if you want to do that and sort of be in the zone and relax, you can do that, especially if you've got room to float on your back or something like that and have mm. a little play. But also here, some of the sessions are very social. Some people don't swim, they just gabbing. No, they just, they are. They're, and then they come out and they said, oh, we seem to have lost any weight. <laughs> no, because you've just been gabbing down the shallow end. How do you recognise a swimmer to a non-swimmer? Do you have to just ask well, him? Just <laughs> look. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I could give the details, but... Peeled. Still, just observation. <laughs> right, it's been lovely talking to Gina. She's going to go and get what's that thing at Sainsbury's again? Oh, but don't don't, don't go looking for it. Double duck nectar points on you, day one. You're too late for your <laughs> double duck nectar points on day one. You're a smashing woman, Julie. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much. And the, the boiler's been wonderful. Anything's from you now? So I've got Jakob here, he's very kindly helping me, because I do need people to talk to, that's the idea of a podcast. And I've got Mark. How long have you two known each other, Mark and Jakob? It's been like four years. Um, first time I met Mark, uh, he's quite characteristic. He always wears his black trousers. Oh, he's got black trousers, I know. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. uh, He's got his black coat and black hat. That's exactly, that's So uh, it was quite characteristic. Yeah. I didn't know who he is. Yeah. And then I found out he's a um, Friends of Mojiro Buffs uh, oh, right. 
No, yeah. that's treasurer. Treasurer. Oh, you're the yeah. fellow with the money. Oh, well, yeah, in, in both senses, because I'm the treasurer of the CIO now. That's the, What's char- the, CIO the charity like? that's running the swimming at the pool now. Right. So. What were you doing before you was a treasurer? Uh, I I was um, a financial manager at a small business. So You've always done money. Oh, I have always done money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So you're a trustworthy lad. I've got oh, to definitely. tell you, he's got the look of a trustworthy lad. He's not fiddling the books, is he, Jacob? <laughs> I'm not so sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> now, I saw Jacob this morning when he came for a swim, and at first he's a lovely lad, and the first thing he said to me was, I'll have to throw these trousers and this top away. Why, Why love? Tell us what's gone wrong with what you're wearing. Um, so I've got uh, very dirty tracksuit bottoms and uh, very dirty or actually damaged base layer. Basically, I've got to tell you, it looks very nice in his base leg. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got splashes on it, hasn't it? It's Where a chlorine, you... so I uh, decided or checked the chlorine dosing system, it was blocked. Right. So I took out that big white uh, mesh which was clogged up with chlorine. Uh, and I had what to does it look it. like, chlorine, when it chlorine, comes? Chlorine, um, it looks like minerals, actually. Ah, oh, right, OK. So you took all that out and it splashed you. Yes, and also Mark's... Mark's uh, no, my jeans, but what jeans, I did I just... Socks. I, a, few days, a few weeks ago, I bought Mark beautiful socks oh. with a name Mark. It's <laughs> very nice. It's yeah. very kind, it, it is, really yeah. Kind. But they, they, they got damaged well, by the chlorine. Well, I did that yesterday. Oh, you did I, it? Oh. So I left it, the, it was no, in... I left the tap running on that, so it overflows. It's an hazard, this. It is, And yeah. you said this morning that you'd had some white spots on your stuff, yeah. like Jacob's got, but you colour yours in with a felt tip. I pen. did that, yeah. And I thought that was bad. And it reminded me of the time I went, I get a bad back sometimes, that's why I go through it. And... Um, I'd gone for a massage and I'd got a little black felt-tip mark on my leg and it's because I, I had a hole in my tights and I, I, I'd coloured it in with a felt-tip pen and this woman said, what's that? I think she must have thought it was something, a terrible disease. And I just had to say, oh, the kids must have been drawing on me. <laughs> I didn't know what to say, so I was very pleased to hear that you also put oh, stuff yes, in felt-tip do. pens. But you're going to throw yours Actually, away. Actually, it looks like a universe or galaxy. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, don't you think so? He's yeah. a very imaginative lad and it does look... Don't throw him away. You've got the universe on your pants. <laughs> What's your proper job? What's your title? So at the moment I'm operations manager here and that's been since uh, June. Now I'm particularly pleased that Jakob's joining because he was saying he doesn't like talking. Now you're such a great communicator. Thank you. Why don't you like it? It's, it's something to do with social anxiety. Whenever I'm in social situations I have to speak to bigger groups of people. I feel like anxious about it. Uh, so it's started many years ago and uh, I actually did quite a good job as you can see being more sort of proactive in terms of chatting to people so how I did it in the beginning I actually set myself a goal of um, in the morning every morning for a month and I was chatting around Birmingham City Centre and I was starting up conversations with uh, unknown people so it's brilliant. Yeah, it was it was quite uh, quite a challenge, but obviously after some time, I was like, I, I was afraid of, of, Aww, of this. Oh, I'm so, so pleased. So what you're saying is, by doing something that you're afraid of, then you say to yourself, 
Why are you so afraid of it? You put, purposely put yourself in the deep in end. In the deep end, yes, of course. And it was good. Uh, it was quite funny because people wouldn't believe me. Why am I starting conversations with them? And it was quite fun, actually. Uh, one of the women I approached, she thought I'm actually picking up her. Yes, I'm and then, sure. And then, then, then she wouldn't let me go. And I just said, listen, you know, I don't want your number or anything like that. <laughs> So it was quite fun. So she started to get very attached yeah, yeah, yeah. to you. Why, why this guy is not uh, having my phone number or something like this? But uh, <laughs> it wasn't my intention. <laughs> what do you think about what he's just said? I think it's so brilliant, Mark. This idea of we go, we put. It's like, is it called feel, feel the fear and, and do, do it, it anyway. anyway? There's a book like yeah, that. Yeah, there is. Is there anything that you feel? Well, uh, it's similar to me. I mean, I. Through the French group and doing tours of the building, built my confidence up. So I learned about the history of the building and, and conveyed that to other people. So when I came to be filmed recently by the World Monuments, I was all right, but most of it was in my head and it wouldn't reach my mouth at the same time as I was trying to think it. So what was what was like a three-minute film, I think, they were recording. It took me about 20 minutes just to get the words out. But apparently it's pretty good. I won't watch it myself, but people say it's a nice, nice I think, little I think film. sometimes we're the harshest critics of yeah, ourselves. Of course. And what have you learned, Jakob, by pushing yourself in there in terms of the things that we fear? I know, I know we've said do it anyway, but did, have you got to the bottom? I suppose the fear is just, uh, in most situations, it's just imaginary. And it's if in we, our heads. In our heads. Mm. And... Uh, so if we set ourselves in motion, we will go, but if we get stuck in a certain moment, we, we feel that we need to be stuck in, in certain situations or, or ideas or, um, or our behavior. So You have to keep riding the yeah, bike. Yeah. When you, you just have to basically broaden your comfort zones. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you, if you have any goals, uh, you, you just have to do it, go for it. And what will you do now? I'm cycling back home, uh, so I'm looking forward to it because the weather is nice. It's beautiful. And, uh, I usually cycle. Um, you keep I, yourself fit. It's yeah, it's keeping me fit, and I did try to go to work uh, uh, on a car or bus, but it takes much longer. So I know there is some risk. People are saying there is risk of cycling because obviously we have some drivers who don't pay attention to cyclists. Mm-hmm. But I think I will actually take that risk and go by bike <laughs> I like it rather than uh, than uh, no get stuck in the traffic for 90 minutes. It only takes me 20 minutes on a, on a bike. So. And it's also about taking a bit of a risk. And a risk has been taken here with you talking to people. And multi-world bus was a risk, wasn't it, to keep it oh, going? Oh, yes, definitely. It, well, uh, I've been a member of the Friends Group for nearly 12 years now. Um, so, yeah, it, it's always been at risk. But looking at it now, you know, we're getting a lot more support from the community, of course, but also the Council, National Trust, Historic England and World Monuments Fund, so it's on a global scale now, which is great. And it's very it's very encouraging, really, a bit like when you were going out talking to people. It encourages because you realise we can make a difference, can't we? Oh, yes. We think as little people, mm. we can't. We go, what a shame that's going on. Yeah. What a pig in egg, you know, I miss that being there. But actually, if we do get together, oh, yes. we can make a lot of things change, can't, can't De- we? Definitely, definitely, yeah. And there are so many helpful people coming yeah. uh, to, to Mosley Buffs, asking us whether they can help. It's brilliant. And they spend, like, Liz, mm. she, she gives us so much of her free time. Thanks. 
Thank you, lads. No problem. Keep, swimming, Welcome, keep taking a risk. And if anybody's listening and thinking, oh, I feel like that, just do it, innit? Just do it. Yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. think too much. I, I, ah, I, I suppose uh, it is something like five-second rule. So don't think more <gasps> than five seconds. That. Don't think more than five seconds. Just, just go for it. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant because sometimes I don't know what to get for the tea. <laughs> <laughs> so you think, don't bother thinking, just go just for it. Just put everything. some salt in and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just put some salt in. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> After all that, all that lovely language, it's all beautiful, and it's just saying, just put a load of salt in. Nobody uh, know what, the uh, piggyette uh, they're eating. No, that's, that's Polish cooking for you, I think. Oh, <laughs> is, is Polish cooking very salty? Um, well, we use a lot of meat, but I'm actually... Well, you're vegetarian. Vegetarian, so... Oh. so it must be hard to be a vegetarian in Poland, is it? Well, at the moment, it's like, uh, you know, that hipster vegan movement is bigger <laughs> than in in UK. Everyone turns vegan or, or yeah. vegetarian, so, so it's not that difficult. The ve- it's interesting, the vegans, because everybody used to laugh at them. Now yes. they're in charge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They are. Are you, are you vegan? Vegetarian. All right. Would you I go would say ninety percent vegan. When I cook at home, I cook uh, vegan food. When I go out and someone offers me some cheese, I would eat right. because yeah. that's that's easier. And salt's vegan. And yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 All right. Thanks so much. No Thank no you, problem. Jacob and Mark. Absolutely lovely lads. And we're boiling out here. Yeah. The Mosey Road Baths. So I hope you've enjoyed that because we've been talking about all kinds of things again, which is so lovely. It's just like a little meander through each other's minds. So I've been talking about obviously the baths and being a lifeguard and the five second rule. Don't you know if you're thinking about it for five seconds, that's all really. Don't go worrying about stuff. That type of stuff. And and, and Paul was saying to me, Barbara, it's doing very very well. The show. People, lots of people listening to it, and really it would be a good idea because we get no money for it, you know, we go bugger all for it. That maybe, you know, do what everybody else is doing and say use it as an advertising tool. So um, I do have some jigs coming up. If you're in the Birmingham area, and this, that's the area we're talking about really at the moment, I am at Midlands Arts Centre on the 15th and 16th. I'm not, a, I'm not a talent scout, but I do keep my eyes open. If I like people, try and get them on my Christmas show. And I saw these lads at the station pub. They're called Good Kids. They're called Good Kids. They sketch, do sketches, and I think they're brilliant. So they're up and coming. So I booked them for both nights. Then last time, I had the bank accounts on with my very good friend, Ben, who's absolutely gorgeous. He's going to do probably the, the Saturday night. The Bank Accounts, a brilliant band. If you came last year, you know what I'm talking about. And then, based on last week's podcast with Andy Wicket, I went to see his band, The World Service. I think you've got to get out and about. I'm with what Jacob says, just get out and about. At the Spotted Dog. Now, I don't know whether you've been to the Spotted Dog, but it's absolutely pigging, smashing. There's live stuff on. And they were doing this Jack Brell tribute. Well, I thought I was in Paris. On the 50 bus route, I went in, they've got uh, candles shoved in wine bottles. Do you remember how we used to think that was the height of sophistication? They were doing that. And singing songs like Je ne quitte pas on a summer's day. Very, very good. And then Andy Wicketts himself sang the Port of Amsterdam, which he sang a bit about last time we heard him. And then his band was on. I thought, well, I think they're picking smashing, so I'm hoping, fingers crossed, they're going to be on the Sunday night. Then if anybody's in from Bromsgrove, I'm at the Art Tricks. That's quite soon, that one. 
going through my diary if you hear the flicking of the pages. That's on the 4th of December. It's a bit early for Christmas, isn't it? But I will be there if you can't make those ones. And then I'm going to old... Um, I'm on at the Lowry. I'm big at the Lowry. Um, the Museum of Comedy in London. I don't know whether you knew there was one, but the pig in is. Uh, Brighton, the Commodia Theatre, Brighton. Hanger, don't know where that is. Masham, Sheffield, we know where that is. And Sale Waterside, which is... I'm not bragging, but they put me in this, this one room. I've sold out, they put me in the big room. And I've got happy memories of Sailwaterside because that's the place where I, I, I came down the stairs on a tea tray, on my belly, in honour of the Winter Olympics. So they'll be expecting that, I suppose. Well, we'll have to see what happens there. And then, of course, I've got my usual New Year's Eve do at the Kitchen Garden Cafe in King's Eve. I mean, smash it. All right, well, thanks for listening. It's very much appreciated. Over and out. Take a risk. Talk to somebody you don't pick you know.